I try to have these conversations with black women in a way where we can all learn and we can get our grievances out in a space that's healthy and um, we can kind of agree to disagree or agree to agree or just learn more about each other. I am Taylor Chandler. I'm a licensed therapist, host of this podcast, Boundaries and Grace, and leader of my practice, Reattach. My mission is to help you shift to secure attachment, uprooting anxiety and avoidance, replacing with clarity and peace. You will shift. So my name is Kizzle. I am the founder of Express Yourself Black Man. Um, we're currently located in New York. And basically, Express Yourself Black Man is a community of healing for black people with a specific focus on black men. And so what I do is I lead with vulnerability. And what I mean by that is I talk about things that we don't normally talk about as black men. I talk about getting cheated on. I talk about relationships. I talk about love. I talk about mental health. I talk about dating. Um, I talk about vulnerability. I talk about all these different aspects of us as a black man that we kind of shy away from in hopes of creating a community of healing. And so we're at 56K on IG, over 1K on TikTok and YouTube, um, and the community is growing. And so it's showing me that not only is this um, wanted, but it's, it's needed in our community. And so the the point of it is to create resources and meet people where they are and offer them what they need. So we're right now on social media, but the plan is to eventually create physical spaces, um, community centers, all that kind of good stuff. So we're starting with an exclusive community, which is going to have a lot of the categorized content. So some of the things that we talk about, dating, mental health, relationships, vulnerability, um, suicide, um, credit. I'm going to have people come in there and talk about credit. I'm going to have people come in there and talk about fitness. Um, just trying to create a lot of different uh, content and solutions um, that black men can relate to. And then also have live podcast episodes. We're going to have um, low-cost therapy as part of partnerships that I'm finalizing. We're going to have a medical concierge service so black men can request uh, doctors in their area. They won't have to do any other work outside of requesting that they want to have a doctor's appointment and, and then somebody will take care of the rest of that work for them. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's part of another partnership. So um, it's all about creating solutions um, and having a solution-based mindset. So that's all things express yourself like man we're on tiktok we're on youtube we're on instagram have a podcast have a website offering mm-hmm. therapy have an ebook as well so i'm um, just trying to hit it at in all different you know all different areas <laughs> trying to offer solutions in all different areas man for real yeah in every nook and cranny <laughs> like you're like every, the yeah, physical health the mental it. health the emotional health the physical space the virtual space the virtual reality space the what like mm-hmm. it's really listen you're not mm-hmm. going to i tell i one of those one of the things that i always say is that healing is everywhere you're not going to say you can't you know what i'm saying you're not going to say you can't find it i don't care if you don't like ig i'm on youtube i don't care <laughs> if you don't like youtube i'm on tiktok you know what i'm saying yeah. i don't care if you don't like audio content I'm on, I have an ebook for you. If you don't like to read, I have audio content for you. I have the podcast. So you can't say you're missing it. If you don't like being on social media, I got the website for you. And if you don't like virtual at all, we're going to hit you with the physical locations eventually too. So you can't miss it. Right. But that's, that's what it really, that's what it really is. Meeting people where they are and offering what they need. That's, that's something I, I truly believe in. I have a question. I have a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. I have a question though. Yeah. Um, creator 
Tell me how mm-hmm. you relate to the word. Um, I think that's what I am. That's part of that's part of my identity. Is not what I am. Um, it's part of not even necessarily my identity, but it's part of what I do. Um, I know when we think about creator, especially on social media, we, the first thing we think about is content creator. I don't really necessarily. Yes, I'm a content creator. I create content. Um, but I think of myself more of like a, a community leader than mm-hmm. a creator, right? Like I'm curating conversations around these things that we don't really normally talk about as black men. And I'm also trying to create content that can speak to not only black men, but just black people in general. So that's part of the creating, but more so my job is, is leading a community. Um, you can create all you want. You can be a content creator, but if you can't effectively lead and manage a community, especially on social media, then you're really just a creator. You just create things. Um, and it's, it's important to create things. It's important to create experiences and all these different content that people can relate to, but you also have to know how to lead a community effectively. So that sometimes means, that sometimes means not creating certain content. That sometimes means not putting out as much content as you'd like to, or not putting out content at a certain time or not responding to a certain thing or taking time for yourself, you know, or curating certain conversations based on what's going on. Um, so I think of myself more as a community leader than a creator, but definitely creator is part of what I do. Mm-hmm. I think about create creator of change. I think about creating change and mm-hmm. everything that you've said. Absolutely. Like you've really put a lot of care into it and it's really clear and you can always see it. Yeah. You can always see like, it's, there's a different, you can literally feel energy in a page, right? Like when you mm-hmm. go in and you on social media, you can click on a page and it's really not just a profile grid. It's not just a grid of things. It's like you can really see when there is intention and will and mm-hmm. um, integrity in the work. There is a different. What do you think it is? Like, what is the? What is? How do you? How? Because you know what I'm talking about. Like how you can just kind of. I know feel exactly it. what you're talking about. Tell me I know about exactly that. what you're talking about. The reason why you're what you're saying, what you're what you're explaining is the concept of energy and how energy is felt. Mm-hmm. Energy is felt. I always tell people that. And also, uh, what, what we're really talking about is passion. Mm-hmm. You can tell what somebody's passionate about something, right. right? You can go on a page and you can look at a couple posts and you can tell, okay, this person, this person is serious, mm-hmm. right? Like, and you get a certain vibe from every page that you go to. You can get a vibe of the person based on the caption that they leave, based on how they curate the content based on how like meticulous they are about where things are placed in the content. Like all of these different things give mm-hmm. you clues yeah. and, um, you know, context into what that kind of, what, what kind of community or what kind of page or platform yeah. you're on. That's why I'm very intentional about mm-hmm. the content that I create and how I create it and how I speak and the language that I use and, and, and how I space words. Like it's, everything is very, yeah. like it's very <laughs> intentional, you know, like, yeah, yeah I am right. Yeah. Because I understand that, there aren't a lot of spaces for black men. And then when there's spaces for black men, it's not really curated in a way where it's like curated with care. It's just like, listen, y'all going to get this and whatever, man. And y'all going to take it however y'all want to Y'all got to take it however y'all want to take it. Cause mm-hmm. y'all ain't got nowhere else to go. So it don't matter how I curate this stuff. Right. There's a few spaces that are really like, mm-hmm. all right, this is y'all doing the right thing. And then even those spaces, like they're not, just for black men they're for men in general mm-hmm. right so now having a space that's literally like okay the focus is black men i want to make sure that black men know when you come here i'm not just doing stuff just because i want to have a platform i'm doing stuff because i actually care about you bro like that's really what it is right, right. and so when i when i create this content 
Um, I want to leave a long caption for those people that are actually looking for more information outside of a 60-second reel. Mm -hmm. And I want to put stuff in that 60-second reel for those people that are looking for information and don't have enough time to read that caption. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, I'm trying to hit you from all points. That's what I really think about. Like, how can I reach people? And it's that willingness to go outside of what is just easy. Because you you could do the easy thing, but it's about doing the hard thing and doing the many things. Um, Yep. How are you managing such a large account? You're at 56K. I want to know what's hard Mm -hmm. or frustrating about it. And I want to know what do you love or find easy about it? So I'll start with the hard and frustrating and we can end off on a good note. Okay. Hard and frustrating. Everybody has an opinion, man. It's social media. And you can't, um, you can't really set boundaries with people on social media. Nobody cares. You know what I'm saying? Like, nobody cares if I'm saying, hey, y'all, you know, I don't really like the way they start talking in the comments. Can y'all tone it down? Mm-hmm. Nobody gives a damn. And even if people do care, a lot of people aren't seeing it, right? So, like, I can think, I can make that post. It'll probably get, like, maybe 200 or 300 likes. I have 56,000 people following me. There are going to be a huge or a large number of people that don't see that post that are still going to comment however they want to comment. So mm-hmm. everybody has a perspective. Everybody has a, an opinion, right? Like some people think I'm gay, you know, like that's literally a thing. People, people think I'm gay because I'm comfortable with my expression, mm-hmm. right? Like, am I going to sit there and be upset about that and get mad at this person for how they like, for what their lens is on, on, a, you know, on black men's uh, expression? No, I can't sit there and, and, and absorb all these different mm-hmm. people's like perspectives and opinions on me. So that's one of the hard parts of it is like learning how to navigate the different opinions that come onto the page. Because I'll put something up and I'll just be like, yo, man, like black men need to love black women better. And it's like, oh man, I ain't loving no black woman. And I get all the, mm-hmm. everybody that's been hurt by a black woman is in the comments mm-hmm. with their projections, talking about their mom or their sister or their, their ex. You know what I'm saying? Or some black woman that did them wrong in the grocery store. All these different things, right? And so that's yeah. the hard part about yeah. it. It's like putting things out with, with good intentions and getting met with mm-hmm. negative mm-hmm. feedback. Mm-hmm. Like no matter how good you do it, no matter how great right. or talented that you are in whatever thing that you do, like you said, people yeah. are just going to have an opinion and we just have to, yeah. I think that's one of the um, most, every every single leader deals with it. Um, it's just a matter of mm-hmm. how you deal with it because you also, as the leader of this very large account for a significant need, um, mm-hmm. you are also identified with it as a person with the work and it's mixed in. In some ways, mm-hmm. it's helpful and good that we see Kizzle and Express Yourself Black Man as like this one, but then there's also this like darker side of it where people can't separate you from the work so i think that's really interesting yeah i'll just just to add to that point um one thing that really helps i just started thinking about it when you talk about the uh her getting criticized Mm -hmm. i think about how jesus even jesus got criticized exactly yeah yeah, yeah. you know that's one thing that i really think about and i like it really helps me i'm like bro you ain't better than jesus you ain't better than jesus you know what i'm saying like even jesus came down jesus doing miracles his literal disciples, his literal disciples would be like, I don't know about this. <laughs> like, I don't know about this guy. People's yeah. lives. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, yes. we, we talk about, 
how we change people's lives with content. This man was touching people right. and getting rid of diseases. You know what I'm saying? And and yes. still and, and still still people had something to say. And not only so, something so, to say, but crucified. Hello? Crucified you, Easter him. coming up in you a couple of days. Let's like, not only was he insulted, <laughs> but not only was he denied, not only was he betrayed, not only don't oh let don't let me do church in here, Kizzle, you know <laughs> you gotta woke up now. Like and, and and not only all of those things, but crucified Jesus. And we over here like a, a comment you know what I'm saying? Like when I put it in that perspective, I'm yes. like, listen, man, I'm so good, man. Agree. And I also don't read my comments anymore, man. Mm. It's a sad thing. It's kind of a sad thing mm-hmm. for me specifically because I want to go through the comments sometimes, mm-hmm. um, and I want to I want to interact with people. But a lot of a, a lot of the posts, I feel like I'm going to get some kind of negative feedback on. I don't even go through the comments because why bother, man? Yeah. If I feel like I'm going to go and see something that's going to upset me, why go and search for it? Mm-hmm. Right, like. I'm not going to go and do that anymore because mm-hmm. I put stuff out. I, I don't need 150 people to tell me what I did wrong with that. If I really did something wrong, I had this conversation with one of my, um, one of my, one of, one of the people that I've, I've really talked to that's really helped me through my healing journey. Um, and I was talking about how like a lot of people think that they need to like give you guidance on social media, right? Like they think they need to kind of like, yo bro, you're not doing this right. You know, like I can mm-hmm. help you out here. Yeah, this is a comment that's coming from, you know, a place of, me trying to help you and give you some constructive criticism. And like, yo, bro, I don't need your constructive criticism. You know what I'm saying? Like, I got OGs that I talk to in the mental health space that have years, you know, like 20, 30 years under their belt. Yeah. If there's a problem, they're going to let me know. We're going to have that conversation. And I've had that conversation with them. So I know they're comfortable with checking me when, when, the, when the time comes. I don't need 150 people in my comments checking me. I don't care about your opinion. Mm-hmm. And, and I know that that sounds a certain type of way. But it really, I really have to get to that point where it's like, I don't care about people's opinion on social media because half of these people on social media, I'd argue even more than half, don't even know themselves. So how are you going to tell me about me? Right. It's super easy to get in the comments and talk about all the wrong that the person that's, that mm-hmm. the person that's being authentic in their expression is doing. But you would never, you would never sit and get in front of 56,000 people and give your opinion on these things. Mm-hmm. So please, please, please save your comments, man. <laughs> Please, take the plank out of your own eye. If we're talking, take Yo, the I'm plank out you. of your own eye before people. People change. in my comments they haven't even brushed their teeth yet. Oh, you know gosh. what I'm saying? Like you, oh, you, you just woke up, man. Oh gosh! How do you? Because well, how do you mm-hmm. reconcile mm-hmm. your literal brand name? <laughs> express yourself, black mm-hmm. man, with uh this issue with the kind of like oh the, the kind of like reckless expression or even just wrong um wrong right. judgments that people come to or conclusions that they come to uh how do yeah. you reconcile that how do you reconcile that with the comments and the freedom of people how do you do that i've learned i've well there's a couple of stages i've gone through first stage i went through was like well first of all it's express yourself black man i never said that it was expressing itself for all black men. Y'all all come in here and express yourself in my comments. And I, and what I was initially going to start, the, uh, the initial approach that I was going to take was, the initial approach that I was going to take was, um, I'm expressing myself and I don't, the whole point of expressing yourself black men was for me to express myself. I wasn't trying to create this whole movement of all black men expressing themselves. I was, Telling myself to express myself, you know what I'm saying? Oh, so that oh, was my you know, express. You know, that, it's a, y'all, it's supposed to be express myself. 
<laughs> black man. Nah, seriously. Got it. It. Seriously, that's that's what the approach was at first. That, then it grew into this okay. whole thing kind of movement, right? Yes. Um, and that was the approach that I was going to take. But then I realized, like, yo, I can't tell people. I can't have an account called Express Yourself Black Man, a platform around me, me expressing myself. Um, that's also helping people to express themselves and then tell people not to express themselves, right? And so it became express yourself healthily. But healthy is subjective, right? Everybody has their own opinion on what healthy looks like. Mm-hmm. And sometimes people are going to say they're just expressing themselves. Really what they're doing is they're insulting you. And so I really, I've come, to the, true, yeah. come to the conclusion of like, I can't control how people perceive express yourself black man, that, that phrase. Because some people are going to say express yourself black man and then go smoke weed. You know what I'm saying? And like, I, I get that. I understand that, but is that you really express yourself or are you just mm-hmm. smoking? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I don't got nothing against people that smoke, but it's like, bro, mm-hmm. let's not use a phrase that's supposed to be getting you to express yourself in a way that's conducive to your mm-hmm. healing and then go and do things that are you holding on to vices. Because that's what people do, right? That's like, that's really great, what people great. do. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, and so okay. I don't, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and so that's really what it is, man. Like, again, no, I don't have no problems with weed or anything like that but it's just like bro are you are you really are you doing this because it's helping you to heal or is it something that's helping you to suppress further and not deal with the thing that you have to deal with in your life because that's a lot of times what black men do it but like i don't know like i don't i don't try to um i don't try to control things that i can't control and so that's the situation that i can't control i can't control how everybody takes express yourself black men and how people use that outside of the page and outside of you know conversation with me like people are going to take it however they want to take it they're going to come in the comments and say i'm trying to express myself and they're really just insulting people and bashing women and there's not much that i can do about that all i can do is lead in a way that shows what i feel like is healthy and if you choose to follow in that way then great and if not then so be it okay well that's that i think what i hear in there is um that uh, people need to check, need to check themselves and see if they are using language that is meant to be helpful as a justification for doing unhelpful things. Like I, that Ooh, reminds right. me of some. Uh, I had a some some reel the other day was about people knowing their attachment style but not managing it. So like knowing right. that I have okay, I have anxious attachment. And mm-hmm. that's why I'm, I can blow your phone up because I'm anxious. Like that's a, using, like mm-hmm. using something that, okay, is meant to give you direction on how to not do these unhelpful things, but using it as like a cover <laughs> to, to do, to mm-hmm. do shady mm-hmm. things. So, okay. Mm-hmm. And I know more about myself. I'm more self-aware, but that doesn't change how I operate. It just is going to give me justification for operating in that way. Right. Yep. What do you love or find easy about managing this account and leading this, leading the people? Okay. I love the fact that I'm helping black men. There's so many, black, not even just black men. There's a lot of black women out there at me too. There's a lot of things to love, man. I can go down the list today. Like, I love the fact that I'm helping black men. I love the fact that I'm helping black people. I love the fact that I get to be myself. Like, I literally was thinking about it today. I create things in terms of, like, content, podcasts, TikToks, all these different videos. I get on there and I talk and I get my perspective and people listen. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a blessing. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a blessing. That's something that I don't take lightly. That's something that I love, right? Like, I love the fact that I'm able to speak and express myself in a way that 
uh, resonates with other people and helps them in things that they may be dealing with. Yeah. That's something that I love as well. I love the fact that I'm able to touch people that I don't even really know. Right. I love the fact that content that I create uh, creates conversations that I may not even be aware of that are helping other black people and not even just black people, but just like communities in general. Mm-hmm. Like, I love that. I love the fact that I'm able to pair black people, black men with therapy resources. I love the fact that I'm able to, I'm going to be able to at some point in time retire off of this and create other solutions, mm-hmm. physical solutions that also help. So there's a lot to love about what it is that I'm doing, man. Like, it's a lot of blessings. I'll never sit here and say, like, the cons outweigh the pros because they don't. Yeah. Um, it's, it's a lot. Like, we could talk about it. We could literally talk about it for the rest of the, the episode, man. Like, we could really talk about it for the rest of the episode. But I don't want to keep on. I love this and I love that. But I do. There's a lot to love about it. So yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm really grateful. Yeah, it's amazing. Um, and yeah, it always, it's like the things that are irritating, they are, they pale in comparison, I'm sure. Absolutely. Okay, so um, all the things that you, all the things that you love, all the things that are not so lovable about <laughs> handling all the things that you're handling, managing mm-hmm. and leading all the things that you are. Um, let's go deeper. What's a blind spot that the black community you think in general has when it comes to healing? And I also want to know what what you think the black community is getting right. I want to know both. What are we getting right and what are we getting wrong? Um, things that we're getting right. We're creating, we're starting conversations. Like we are having the conversations and we have a lot of platforms that are creating these conversations. What we're getting wrong is the way that we facilitate these conversations a lot of the times, mm-hmm. right? Like I try to show a healthy way of facilitating these conversations with you, Amani, mm-hmm. um, Cece, uh, Maui, I try to have these conversations with black women in a way where we can all learn and we can get our grievances out in a space that's healthy and um, we can kind of agree to disagree or agree to agree or just learn more about each other. Mm-hmm. A lot of times what we're seeing in our community, um, especially with these pages, um, these social media pages like Shave Room, Baller, Spiritual Word, you know, all these different like platforms mm-hmm. that, that talk about black news. Um, we're seeing them highlight the worst aspects of our communication. We're seeing them highlight people berating each other. We're seeing them highlight people insulting each other. We're seeing them highlight people talking down on black women, people talking down on black men. Um, and it's, it's, it's that kind of content that creates further divide in our community. So I think that's what we're doing wrong. I think uh, as a platform, like platforms have a greater responsibility than the individuals themselves because the individuals don't get a platform without platforms already boosting them. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Kevin Samuels doesn't get a platform if, if the Shea Room doesn't go, doesn't make his post go viral at one point, that one time. Hey, y'all, pardon the interruption. I have a Your Mother and Your Attachment workshop coming up. If you're listening to this episode close to the release date, I have an all-black Your Mother and Your Attachment workshop coming up on Saturday, November 19th at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. Saturday, November 19th at 11 a.m. Eastern Time. The registration link is in the show notes. It's also in my Instagram bio at I am Taylor Chandler. If you do not identify as black or if you are still interested in understanding that attachment issue between you and your mother, um, there is an all lives workshop that your mother and your attachment workshop on November 12th. So that's a Saturday as well. 
at 4 p.m. for the All Lives Workshop on Saturday, November 12th. You are also welcome to come to both if you'd like. If you identify as black and you like to come to both, and I recommend it, and I know some people that came to the, the time that we did this before, I know some will be back. I recommend watching over this again. I never think that one conversation is enough. So we had a really amazing time the last time we did this. And so um, I'm encouraged by the people who are open and willing to do this work. And I truly believe that it is um, healing for our community in a way that hasn't been addressed nearly as much as it should have. And for so many people hasn't even been talked about. And yet the pain is still there. Then the confusion for why maybe I, why perhaps I've not been able to connect in the way that I would like to, or why I had a certain type of relationship with my mother, or how do I move forward with the pain that I've had, or what do I do when she won't acknowledge it, all of these sorts of questions that come up. Um, and it's not always an, uh, an invalidating mother. It's not always a rejecting energy that's, or experience that someone has. Sometimes it's a smothering experience. Regardless, we're talking about um, the development of an insecure attachment with the mother that then manifests into um, relationship dysfunction in our adult life. Life, okay, so um, if you're curious to know more about it because um, you're not sure if that's you or if you know that that's you and you want to know more about it, please, please, please come to the workshop. They are free. Okay, the workshops are free, open to the first 100 people in the Zoom room. So come on in. If you can't make either of those dates, if you miss it, then the then the replays will be available for you. Uh, at least November 12th will all lives will be available for you. There is a Your Mother and Your Attachment workbook that accompanies the workshop. I recommend getting the workbook because if you've ever been um, in my workshops before, you know that there is a lot of information, a lot of content in there. And so the workbook is going to help you to keep your mentally to keep you mentally and emotionally organized as we go through the content. Um, I'm looking forward to having this as a piece of this workshop because um, or as a supplement to the workshop. I think it's going to help people to be able to stay present. And I think it's going to help people to prepare before the workshop to have the questions um, already ready um, for you to have you for you to have already been able to formulate some questions before you pop in, I think is great. And also so that you're able to process through some things or bring some things in, up in mind before you're hearing it for the very first time at the workshop. So the workbook is also going to be linked in the show notes below. The workbook is a price. The workshop is free. All right. Um, okay. Well, I think that's it. Let's get back to Kizzle. Like he had somewhat of a platform, but it doesn't grow to the rate that it does. If the shaman doesn't continue to post them, if spiritual word doesn't continue to post them, if all these other platforms don't continue to post them. So we have an obligation as like creators and as people that hold some kind of platform that um, holds some kind of influence over community to curate an experience where people know what healthy looks like and um i think a lot of times like these platforms aren't held accountable for some of the damage that they do in our community and i think that's part of the bad i think the good is we're creating these conversations but not, not a lot of the positive the positive conversations aren't getting uh exposed as much as the negative and so i think that's the bad that we're doing but the good is that we have in these conversations and there are a lot of positive platforms that um, curate these conversations is just that they're not getting put on. They're really not. Like if you even think about it, like if you look at the um the platform that just went viral that I was talking about Russell Wilson, they had a though just a week before they had a conversation with Michael Beasley where he was talking about suicide and all these different things that was actually very helpful that I did a reaction video to. But that didn't go that viral. Mm -hmm. You know, like a, a couple of the black mental health pages posted it. 
Um, but you ain't see spiritual word posted and all these other platforms posted like that because that's not the content that they're interested in and in, in posted for their communities. Like a lot of these platforms know what what creates a certain level of engagement and they're gonna they're gonna cater to that because that's all they care about. There's not a lot of morals when it comes to building community and, and social media engagement. So I think that's where we can get a lot better, man. But we we are having a conversation. There are a lot of healthy platforms that are a lot of healthy conversations that are being had that just need to be highlighted a little bit more so that we can create more healing. Um, so I think we have a lot of work to do, but it's also about us branding healing a little bit better because a lot of times when we talk about these conversations, it's just very, it's very boring. Like, I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. A lot of these platforms that have these conversations, it can be boring at times. It's like I'm just sitting there and I'm listening to like C-SPAN. Like, have you ever turned the C-SPAN channel on? So why would I, as a 20-year-old or 25-year-old or whatever the case may be, when I'm used to all of this super engaging, polarizing content, then go listen to mental health content or engage in mental health content when that's the complete opposite of what I've been getting stimulated by on social media, mm-hmm. right? So this, this is what I'm talking about when I talk about meet people where they are or for what they need, right? Like you have to meet people where they are. If people are interested in reels, you have to create reels that are entertaining about things that you're that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And if you're passionate enough about it, you can figure out a way to do that. You know what I'm saying? So it's like we we also have a, resp- a shared responsibility as the, the the healers in the space to kind of do some of that work to create a better experience around the content that we're 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 showing people, so that they're not just okay sixty seconds of just span, but it's 60 seconds of entertaining content that also leaves them with, with more insight that can help them with their healing journey. I need a word to like kind of categorize those kinds of accounts, the, the shade realm, spiritual world. It's like, cause it's a, it's a group. <laughs> it's a group of these yeah. kinds, types of accounts. And I need a word for that. But first I want to, okay, let's go back to Kevin Samuels for just a moment here. Okay. So what about the argument? That mm-hmm. Kevin Samuels is allowing many black men to express themselves and their experiences, and which are valid and real. Like, oh, what course. is of the course. what? Of course. So, so help us make sense of that. How? What? You know what I'm? You know what I'm saying? How do we say? Well, yeah, yeah. It's, it's a space where they where where because I think I actually think that there's a lot of real real important truths <laughs> that are in the cons. I'm not, I am definitely not going to lie about that. Let me, let me just go ahead and say, no, yeah, yeah. there's a lot no, of truth. No, no, I, so no. where, so, so no, how do absolutely. we make those kinds of, dis- how do, how can you advise someone to make those kinds of distinctions? Is there a way that you can advise? Cause I know that when I listen to it, I can listen to it very, very differently than many, many people. Okay. So I right. account for that. Right. And so it is literally impossible for me to turn my ears and my brain into someone other than Taylor's ears and brain. So I'm hearing it and seeing yeah. it very differently so, than what I think the majority is. So tell, tell, please course. advise, how can people make some now, let me, distinctions? Let me, let me ask you a question real quick yeah. and you, and you let me know uh-huh. the way that Kevin Samuels interacts with people. Uh-huh. Can, can anybody go like, especially the con- the content that goes viral. Uh-huh. Can any regular black man go and treat black woman or just people in general that way on a day-to-day basis without any kind of repercussions or, or problems as a result no of their expression. No one other than the Kevin Samuels at this present time. Okay, so that is, that, that. Is, that, yeah. that, and that in itself is the problem. Because when you have a community and when you have a platform, what you're showing by the way that you express yourself is how, is how you can express yourself, right? So when we talk about express yourself black man, 
the way that I lead, the reason why I lead with feminine energy so much is because I'm trying to show black men that there's other energy outside of masculine energy and also other ways of expressing yourself outside of always yelling and being angry and punching people in the face, right? Because we, we, we know that these things can get us into trouble. When you have people like Kevin Samuels that are coming and then showing, oh, you can berate black women, you can insult black women on a national platform and still get shared and still have a huge platform for what it is that you're doing, what you're showing black men and what you're, what the underlying message is, is this is the way to communicate with people in real life and it'll get you far. And for many black men, that is not the way to communicate. I can't go to the, the, the grocery store and just because I feel like a black woman there is a single mom and doesn't have as many prospects as I think that she could have at that age, then go and berate her and assault her, whatever the case may be, right? And I'm not going to say that this is what Kevin Samuels does. I'm just saying, as an example, there are some people that will take it to that extreme. There are some people that are going to take it to that extreme because they are listening to what he's saying and they are making these connections to their lives. It's okay. like there's certain things that I feel like just the way in, the way in which he expresses himself, he doesn't leave. He doesn't leave in a way that makes it that allows us to have healthy conversations. So and that like for me modeling. is what's very problematic. I hear yeah, you. Yeah, I think so, modeling is, is. I think it's. He has a. We all have a responsibility when we have a platform like that to model, um, not necessarily the correct behavior, but healthy behavior, right? Because we're all going to make mistakes. I have times where I make my own mistakes, but you got to have accountability, and it can't just be, well, this is it. I'm going to say, listen, Kevin, okay. this ain't going to work for the average black man, so you probably shouldn't be making it seem like it, it's going to work because it's not. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Average, but you know, his yeah. whole thing is high value men, right? And we got we can have a field day about that too. I, I'm not going to get into that, Don't do it. right? Because for me, uh, it's just too much, right? Like this is a whole <laughs> other podcast, I'm sorry, right? I feel it. I can literally feel it in your chest right now. Like you gotta, it's really, it really Don't is. do it, it to really yourself, Kissel. Don't do it. I'm not. I'm not because I, I don't. I don't have the time. Honestly, right. I really got like about like about five to ten more minutes. Right. So I'm not going to go. I'm not going to go there. But what mm-hmm. I will say is. Um, there's a lot of men that try to identify as high value men based on what they see with Kevin Samuels, and they're, you're not there. Like whether it be, I don't care how much money you make, money does not make you a high value man. That's not what. That's not. I don't care what Kevin Samuels tells you. I don't care how much money you make. I don't care how many women are in your DMs. That does not make you a high value man. There's a lot of men that are trying to overcompensate, and that's why they feed so much to Kevin Samuels because he lives a lie. He 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 portrays a life they wish they had a lot of people wish they could get on on social media and berate women all day because they're miserable with themselves hey y'all if it matters to you at all i don't i don't know if it will of course which is why i'm putting this little disclaimer out there kizzle and i recorded this episode before the death of kevin samuels um and i you know i really wonder if we would have had the conversation um if we would have had the conversation after he died or how that or how the conversation might have been differently. I really wonder, I wonder about that. But anyway, just to give you all perspective um, about how this, maybe like when this conversation happened and then the, the events that happened after that. Anyway, it's a little bit awkward for me. <laughs> Clearly this is a bit of an awkward interruption. So I'm going to go, I just want to kind of give that little nu- uh, nugget <laughs> here. Um, let's get back to the show. I'm done. What is a misconception black people have about therapy? And can you debunk mm-hmm. it 
for us on the way out of here? Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. You go to therapy and you work on your problems. And your therapist helps to guide you mm-hmm. to solve those problems, but they don't solve those problems for you. And the problems are not going to get solved unless you do work in session and out of session. So that is a big myth that needs to be debunked. And that's just not how therapy works, man. It's not like some some wizardry. Um, you kind of go in and you you work through your things, man. It's going to be tough and it's not sexy. And it's not you sitting in gardens and, you know, meditating and finally freeing yourself of trauma. It's some, some nights where you cry and it's some, it's some nights where you hate your therapist. You know what I'm saying? Like sometimes mm-hmm. I've had some sessions where I'm like, listen, man, I'm done. Mm-hmm. I'm done with you, man. Mm-hmm. I don't want to do this no more. Yeah, but sometimes that uncomfortability is needed, though. Totally. Um, so yeah, that's that's the that's the biggest one that I like to that I like to talk about. Just to that particular mm-hmm. misconception that you're bringing to the table that therapy might be this like come in and turn around three times, snap my fingers, and then I'm good. Um, and it's also not that nothing will happen. <laughs> like it's it's not that either. Right. But um, for people who, especially black men, who um think who might think that uh for you don't have to you don't have to go in knowing where you're going you don't have to go in knowing what even like necessarily even how to like verbalize the problem you don't have to go in Mm -hmm. asking for a specific solution um you can Mm -hmm. go in just just knowing that something isn't right and I don't know what it is and I don't have words for it. And I don't know whatever you might not even have the words to even say that, but just to, just to be able to acknowledge to yourself that something isn't right and to raise your hand and say, someone help me, (laughs) help me figure out and put a name to this thing. That's all that you need, but you've got to step forward because we cannot find you if we cannot, if you, if we don't get any sort of signal that you need something. And so I think that just to kind of like, uh, yeah, put a bit of support with that misconception. You don't it, it, like a lot. Oftentimes, I think that's just like a deflection of responsibility. Not necessarily even the hope, um, like a genuine hope that someone's going to do that. I think there is sort of this background feeling, knowing that someone cannot do that, but we deflect that mm-hmm. responsibility and deflect even the shame of not being able to name it. Um, rather than just saying, right. I don't know what it is, but somebody just come get me. <laughs> come get me <laughs> about this. Right. Thing. So that. Right. Because as black men, that's one of the biggest things for us is like acknowledging that we need help because yeah. it tugs at our masculinity. Yeah. Um, I think it's important to integrate those kind of communities and have those kind of conversations and, and do that and, you know, and have those conversations with people in those communities so they can get a different perspective. Um, because a lot of times what it is, is I haven't been introduced to anything else. So this is what I believe is for me. But when those people get introduced to other things, they're like, Oh, wait a minute. That's looking a little bit, that's looking a little bit more tasty than what I'm getting over here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that's looking a little bit more edifying. Like I connect with that a little bit more. Let me go see what's over there. Edifying. Right. Because that's what happens with Kevin Sanders. This stuff goes viral and people are like, Ooh, wait a minute. You get to talk to a woman like that. Let me see what he got going on over there. And then they become fans. So it's, it's, it's about doing the same thing back, right? So a lot of times what, what it is is that people come to come to his page because they see that kind of content and it it, 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 it speaks to a part of them that they, that they want, they've yearned for connection with, right? And so it's really about just doing it better than him. And, and not necessarily like better than him, but just offering another perspective to a lot of these men that 
um, are getting their wounds spoken to mm. um, or, or their wounds massaged, but no real healing. Wow. Um, so it's like, wow. yeah, that's, that's really what it is, man. And wow. so that's how I feel. I'm not saying that he's wrong. I'm not saying that I'm right. I'm just saying that I have a different perspective and opinion mm-hmm. and a different theory. And I'm going to test that out and see and see what happens, man. So I can't get mad at him for building a platform and doing what he's supposed to do for himself and his business. I'm never going to get mad at a black man for making money. I'm just going to make sure that the way that I do things, I feel like are uh, right with what it is that I've been placed with, mm-hmm. like the, the gifts and the talents that I've been given. Right? Like I feel like I've been called to do this for a certain reason. And so um, it's about making sure that I maximize on that call and I do right by what God has called me to do. Um, so I keep that at the forefront, but I'm definitely not um, upset at him or like, you know, mad or feel like he's wrong. I just disagree. And like I said earlier, everybody has their own opinion mm-hmm. on social media. So and people, this is my opinion. People get to their it. truths um, in different, people get to their truths in different ways and we relate in different exactly. ways. When we check, mm-hmm. when we check our hearts, that can tell us if we're in, if we're truly in alignment with that work or if we are just um, getting our wounds massaged. Mm. Absolutely. I love that. Kizzle, this was really, really good. Thank you so much. I always enjoy talking to you. I love our conversations. So I appreciate your time tonight. Absolutely. Thank you so much, Kayla. I appreciate it. It's definitely been a dope, dope conversation. Thank you all for listening. I really appreciate it. Uh, Make sure that you go follow Kizzle, Express Yourself Black Man on Instagram. Join his online platform, Safe Haven. Um, if you are, remember that the Your Mother and Your Attachment links are in the show notes and that Your Mother and Your Attachment workbook is also linked there. I hope to see you on November 12th and 19th for those workshops. And I look forward to healing this wound that is so prevalent in our community. Thank you all. Stay with the work, y'all. Stay with the work. Everyone is not going to get on board, but you can stay on board. Don't let the others derail you, okay? Whoever that is. Get in the groups, around the spaces, around the faces, around the people, around the mindsets that are aligned with yours, moving in an upward direction. We are here, okay? We are here. We're providing spaces. We're providing resources, okay? So we exist. Stay with us. Stay with us.